so there are some things that I look for when I'm working with a recruiter. Generally speaking, most recruiters are going to have your best interest in mind. Some are not going to. It's a numbers game to them. They're just going to submit as many people to as many jobs as they can and hope that some of them stick. Mm -hmm. Here's how you tell. Should you use a recruiter? Yes or no? I mean, if you don't have an in, it's it's always worth a shot. It's the second best option, yeah. Because the recruiter has... I, I don't think people realize this, but recruiters actually have... Mo most recruiters have... Good recruiters. Yeah, have a relationship with the business they're trying to recruit you to. So they they understand the culture. They understand the requirements of the job. They're usually finding out about these jobs before they make their way onto ZipRecruiter. Mm -hmm. um, so when you use a recruiter, you're generally one of the first people to apply for it. Also, if you use a recruiter, I've, I have found the companies that use firms generally are willing to pay more. They, they tend to not be so... Stingy. Stingy, yeah. Because there's a there's a premium. I like, you know, if you're doing a if you're using a recruiter for a like a con like a direct hire role, it's usually twenty to twenty five percent of whatever your starting salary is. Mm -hmm. The company has to pay out in cash the day you start. It's like a, a signing fee. Or is, is it twenty twenty two percent of what your rate is, or is it twenty? It's so like if you're using a recruiter to do a direct hire, that means you're. So it's a temporary placement meant for becoming a full-time employee. No, no, it's it's a it's a you are you become a full-time employee. D direct hire is oh, like just there's no this is like boom like yeah. they're, they're 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 finding the candidates yep. for you. Yeah. So some companies have like their internal recruiters. Um, other companies use third-party recruiters um, for a direct hire. Yeah, it's twenty to twenty-five percent of whatever your starting salary is. That is a fee that the the company pays to. Uh, recruiter. The recruiter. And then you get all your stuff on top of yeah. that. Now, now, some companies will factor that fee in when they're sort of figuring out what do I want to pay you. That that's a You want to make sure that you're getting paid a fair market rate. And if you, if you see that your offer is lower than what the market says it should be, the company is probably like penalizing you for the fact that they're using a firm. Don't, mm -hmm. don't work there. But generally speaking, companies that use firms tend to pay more competitive rates and and the recruiting firm is incentivized to to get you a higher, a higher salary rate. because they're you know it's kind of like they're kind of like your agent mm -hmm. you know they the, the more money you make the more money they make because it's all per, percentage based but like in in that case though like you know what helps what identifies to you that they've got your best interest in mind right because really that model like it's selling a car right you're just trying to yeah you're just you're, a body you're on, you're on the lot and i'm trying yeah. to get you out right so, so there are some things that i look for when i'm working with a recruiter generally speaking most recruiters are going to have your best interest in mind some are not going to it's a numbers game to them they're just going to submit as many people to as many jobs as they can and hope that some of them stick mm -hmm. here's how you tell you want to make sure the recruiter understands not just the job description, because that's easy. Yeah. They need to understand the project and the team. Yeah. If they know that, then they're 
when, when they're considering candidates, they're not just factoring in, do you meet all 12 of the bullet points? They're, they're asking themselves, do I believe this person's going to be successful for this type of work? And I know we've had that conversation on being in the hiring manager spot of like, you know, talking with the recruiter and just being like, hey, this is, these are the projects that we have in line. This is what it is. These are the skills. Yeah, I hate, I hate when I use firms, I hate when they just say, give me a job description. I want to give them it's almost a project description. Yeah. What is the type of work that we're going to be doing? And I need them to understand the team. And that usually involves them coming on site, meeting the team, talking to me directly. There's a lot that goes into um, a firm understanding the culture. Yeah. But a lot of these, a lot of these firms have had long-standing relationships with these companies for years, in some cases decades. So there, there is a benefit to to using a recruiter. And if the recruiter is factoring in the project, the team, the culture, in what they present you for, that's a good sign. The other thing I like to do, and I got to be careful with this because I don't want to make this, it's going to sound like a blanket statement and it's not, but it kind of is. Don't use a nationwide recruiting firm. And and there might be some good ones out there. I, I've worked for some, but generally speaking, a nationwide recruiting firm, it's a numbers game. It's your, there's no intimacy in the uh experience at all it's a weird word to use intimacy but like the relationship building it's just not there yeah. yeah it's just not there like we we generally find better success when we work for smaller locally private owned firms um, and local might be in the region. Right? Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't have to be like in State your city. Or city yeah. yeah, but just stay away from the nationwide ones because a lot of times, like it's you got a you got an office in Houston, you got an office in Chicago, you got an office in New York, and it's all remote work, right? And the guy from Houston's calling New York and he's like, "Hey, I got a job. Do you got anybody?" And it's like, "Yeah, I got three guys. I'll send them over your way." It's it, it's so impersonal, and there's no real consideration for. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because because if in that situation they might be asking you to uproot your life and which which we've seen which I've seen firsthand and I've seen it not work so yes um, just try to try to stay local I believe that the recruiter is the second best option um, because if you're waiting for that posting to be on Indeed or uh, LinkedIn just to get them out of the equation you, you're too late. You're, you, there's already been a hundred people submitted to that job, or the job has might already been filled. Yeah, um, people would be surprised how many jobs are filled uh, just by people talking to each other and saying, "Hey, I I have a I have an opening. Do you know anybody?" That's either going to happen to to like somebody internal at the company, or it's going to happen to a recruiter or a um, a firm who's maintaining that relationship yeah and this is back to speak like having somebody to speak on your behalf is because again they've already kind of vetted out that first round of interviews so now the likelihood of that person being a good fit and stuff is just higher and higher as it goes so i should say i i work for you and i both work for a recruiting firm and we're not going to name them but the way that i like to place people is I, i like to interview the candidate I'm not a recruiter. I'm a like a practice lead. Yeah, and I'm also not a recruiter. Yeah. But we work with recruiters. It, yeah. It's but as a practice lead, I'm often asked to screen candidates to make sure that they're a good fit 
for a, a company. And I care at that point, I care more about the culture and the project than I do the, the job description. Um, I, I don't, I don't really spend too much time looking at the resume and the job description when I'm screening candidates. I look at the project and then I, I try to ask as many questions to figure out, do I believe they're going to be able to do the work and they're going to like the work? Yeah. And, and part of it too, is like, the, and this isn't true of all like, you know, um, businesses, but some of them might be coming to solve a problem, I mean, probably a temporary problem to, um, and, and that's where it's important again, to have that person understand what is the, what are the skills that they're really looking for? Because the job description might not match. It, it often, <laughs> it often doesn't. And you can tell, like I was looking at one job description and it was for a, a UI UX person. And I could clearly tell they took the full stack developer job description and they put three bullet points on the bottom for UI UX and a bunch of other stuff like mm -hmm. Figma, stuff that you typically wouldn't see with a full stack developer. And I immediately spoke to the business development manager who spoke to the client and we figured out almost right away they need a UI UX person. They don't need a full stack developer. Yep. So yeah, that and that's just HR being HR. That's just them saying, "Hey, we need this. We need this job description. Um, let's use this as a template and just throw on three bullet points." Especially for a job position that doesn't exist. Sometimes too, like they they'll just take what they have. Yeah, yeah. So when you're when you're deciding a recruiting firm to to work with, just try to make sure that they're trying to fit you for the company and the project, the company and the work, and not just the job description. Ask questions that they would have to be able to answer if they knew those things, like how big's the team? What's the culture like? Um, what's the composition? How many contractors versus full-time? Full -time? Ask questions that you generally wouldn't be able to discern from a job posting. Yeah, what's their sprint cadence? If they can't answer it, they're probably it's probably not a firm you should be using. Mm -hmm. But I do advocate strongly for recruiting firms because in, in my 20-ish years of doing this, I've only ever found jobs through recruiters and through friends. And I've had a lot of success with it, but you gotta pick the right recruiter. You can't just go to the big box name and say, here's my resume, go find me a job. Mm -hmm. Also, this, and this is for like the, the tech jobs, I hate firms that rely exclusively on um, tests like a, a placement test. Oh, like with just like multiple choice yeah, or something? Yeah, take a placement like, test. And or then, you're certified for whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if they do that, it, that's usually a red flag for me because it shows that they don't take... They don't a, know how to screen. Yeah, they don't know how to screen. They don't take a lot of care in it. At our company, we use a, a, a firm that we outsource it. But the way that that screening happens is it's a person talking to you and asking you questions. It's not fill in this multiple choice thing. Um, I forget the name of the, of the company, but they're a very reputable firm. And I mean, I found out that they basically interview, they do a tech interview the way you and I did, yeah. where it's asking tough questions, trying to understand how do you think, how do you approach problems, that sort of stuff. It's not a multiple choice question that you can use chat GPT for yeah. while you're taking it. So that's another like red flag too, is if you're given like a, a blanket screening to do that's multiple choice, I would probably choose it. Or something firm. that doesn't feel um, personal. Yeah, personal. Yeah.